All right, if we go to the corner, we can kind of. Yeah. Oh, look at this inlaid rocks. I love it. Yeah. It's like a patio. They really put in the work. Uh, you deserve to be comfortable too. Okay. I drag my friends to a graveyard to record a podcast. I don't think that that's true. <laughs> I deserve everything that I get. <laughs> All right, let's see. This seems like a fine setup. Yeah, this is okay, perfect. perfect. I feel very professional. Right this is. I think it's. It's like that. It's the. It's the side saddle bar stool. Yeah. Seating <laughs> like it's. It's not the main news anchor, but it's definitely like a weathercaster. Like, yeah. Hi. Um, or uh, like on OPB. Hour one of a really fucked up pledge drive. <laughs> <laughs> We're raising money for ghosts. Um. So yeah, general rundown, like a little bit of like light banter up top. Okay. Um, I'll kind of ask you about your general beliefs in like the spookernatural. Fantastic. Um, which like, uh, so far it's like 99.9% .9 confirmed atheist. And yeah. then my mom. <laughs> so that's, that's our like average for the show. Um, and then I prepared a series of terrifying tales from Spoo, New York. <laughs> um, I like, I used to do, like I would like find places from like scary stories from like the guest's hometown. Um, but the vast majority of the guests are from Oregon and California. <laughs> and we have the worst ghost stories. <laughs> really? If it makes you feel any better, my birth town is Orlando, Florida. So the news is just our scariest story. <laughs> For your scary stories, we're just going to open up Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Just get the... Is it cursed? Like, is it like... I, I Like, I know it's like hack at this point to be like, oh, Florida, but like, what the fuck? Like... It really is a horrible place. It's terrifying. Like, but at the same time, like I have... That's like saying it's hack to move to LA. <laughs> 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 like I'm not denying. That. <laughs> like I'm not gonna say that it's not. Good luck. Uh, insert name of last yeah. comic to move to LA. <laughs> um, I don't keep. T I don't know anything anymore. Um, but so like all that to say, I just decided to go with whatever. So yeah. we're New York for this episode. Fantastic. Yeah, it was either that or Wisconsin. In fact, you could just pretend that you're recording this in New York. They don't know. Exactly. That's the beauty of podcasts. It's the the the, the, the theater of the mind. Yes. <laughs> um, now I feel I'm going to start a travel podcast <laughs> where I never leave home. <laughs> it's just like uh, someone sent me a website recently and it was like just different like ambient city noise. <laughs> And so you can be like, I'm just going to just, I'm, it sounds like I'm in Amsterdam. <laughs> and I'm like, love the idea. This is hell. Like, it's like, <laughs> it's like being in a zoo and like hearing the city outside. And you're just like bars. Um, so this is what prison would be like in Amsterdam. Thank you for this experience. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's a, it, it, they're a very social democratic country. It stands to reason that it would be comfy. This is a nice chair. Great. Yeah. It's like I'm there. What else? Oh, and then like after the stories, we wrap up with like a bit of general like, has anything scary ever happened to you? I've been married. 
So yes, yeah. <laughs> you you've been married and were born in Florida. Yes. So See. there must be something in there. It's all terrifying. Uh, I've found more often than not that like when I ask people, like I'll tell people in advance, I'll be like, yeah, I don't know, I got nothing, and then they'll like get here for the recording, they'll be like. I mean, one time I did see, like, the ghost of a sea captain. And I'm like... <laughs> that didn't oh, seem noteworthy. Didn't occur to you before, <laughs> but, like... Okay, then I guess with that we can get started. Uh, speaking of horrifying repressed memories, you are listening to Boo Ha Ha, a podcast that is nominally about ghosts, but more often than not about tangents and uh, weird little anecdotes about presidents who are either dead or we wish were dead. Um, those are the two categories. Every week I gather my nearest and or dearest to a campfire that I build in beautiful, <laughs> rainy, unseasonably cold, lone fir cemetery in, in beautiful Portland, Oregon, uh, to regale them with spooky tales of Boogans and Googas and other phantasms and things. <coughs> um, and this week, uh, my fantastic guest is the hilarious Dahlia Bell. Hi. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Lovely to have you here. It's good to see you in like the physical meat world. Yes, I know. Isn't it crazy? <laughs> so like, I didn't think you existed off camera anymore. No, no, no. I am just, I am, <laughs> I've uh, transcended like Johnny Depp in that horrible movie <laughs> and uploaded myself to the cloud. <laughs> Um, listeners, don't watch that movie. It fucking no. sucked. Yeah. Oh, boy. Johnny Depp. We really... I went downhill really quickly. It's cr uh, Speaking of things that have just lingered on for longer than we thought possible. Right? Uh, I mean, it's kind of impressive to like... Like, I wouldn't want him to die young, but he probably should have. It. There's a world where... It's like, yeah, Johnny Depp, uh, Marilyn Man, um, Marilyn Manson. <laughs> we wish he died sooner. Uh, Marilyn Monroe, or like, you know, uh, James Dean. Yes. Yes. Good job. I yep. wanted to say Jimmy Dean, and that's wow. This sausage. is amazing. So you just so now it's Jimmy Dean, Johnny Depp, <laughs> and Marilyn Manson in the. The, in Club 27, in Club Random Age, I guess. In, in Club Avalon is having a stroke. Um, <laughs> yeah, breakfast sausage and uh, sex criminal. Great. Uh, but yeah, no, Johnny Depp should have probably left us sooner. We, yeah. We could have done without the, uh, what was it? The, uh, the Alice in Wonderland ones. Oh, yeah, that was bad. That was not a good choice. Like, and it's not just that they were bad movies, just like, it looks like somebody just blended a movie. Like somebody just like actually put a movie in a food processor and like just all like, like the, the oranges and the greens ran together and it's just like baby food. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Not also, the best aesthetic. No, 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 no. Uh, also listeners, don't watch that one. Jesus. So this is a movie pod. Oh yeah, this is a podcast about movies. Uh, <laughs> like I said, it's a podcast about tangents. About Johnny Depp movies, <laughs> specifically. <laughs> Uh, that sound you just heard is everyone unsubscribing. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it used the tangents used to be bad. And now with like a year of like pandemic, not talking to anybody, it's only gotten so much worse. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I get to talk to a human. It's so it's so great. I'm like in the world. So, uh, yeah, like I said, it's a podcast about tangents. Eventually we will talk about a ghost, but uh, we'll see. Um, so I prepared a couple terrifying tales from a completely randomly chosen 
place on my bookshelf, which is Spooky New York. Um, it's going to be great. I have to assume that since it's the East Coast, it's all going to be like witch trials and like. No, the cover very specifically says "spoo." <laughs> that there is an inopportunely placed <laughs> sticker, so we are going to be reading tons of tales of spoo. <laughs> <laughs> it's all it's all stories about really scary shits yeah. <laughs> people have taken. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I assume it's going to be all, you know, witch trials and then people who are walking here. Yeah. Um, those are my only two data points for, for the East Coast. Um, but before we get into those spooky tales, tell me a little bit about your belief in the spookernatural. I believe in nothing. <laughs> Listeners, one day we are going to have a believer on this <laughs> podcast. Like, I, I swear, one day. <laughs> so, in all seriousness, like, I don't believe in, like, um, ghosts or stuff like that because I also don't believe in an afterlife. Sure. But I do believe that all matter is energy. So, technically, everything that exists always has. So, it makes sense that certain spaces might feel different. Yeah, sort of... Um I, that's that's sort of always been my stance on things too. It's like I don't believe that like oh well Steve is just still here yeah doing Steve things <laughs> like for uh, some weird reason yeah yeah I don't know I don't know why he likes you know walking down the hall and unscrewing the refrigerator <laughs> light bulb like when do you do that when he was alive that was his favorite light bulb <laughs> he loved it so much um, but yeah like the idea that you know. The universe is a weird place, you know, yeah. maybe time gets thin, maybe pressure's off, you know. It's like um, there was a story. Maybe alternate dimensions pass through one a, another. A little bit of an overlap, you yeah. know, you're seeing something that would have been, could have been. Um, or my my absolute favorite, there was a story from like a a Disney recording studio in the 50s where everybody thought it was haunted and like nobody liked to be there alone. And... At some point, like, I want to say, like, a Foley artist had, like, a fencing foil in there for some <laughs> reason. And it was sitting on a table and it just started vibrating, like, without... Oh, that's like, creepy. Oh, it is spooky. And then he's like, wait a second. And so he got, like, some recording devices out. And there was a bunch of... <clears throat> there was a fan scraping and making a noise that was inaudible to the human ear, but still, like, loud enough to be perceived. Oh, yeah. And so it's, like, that infrasound, like, it makes people feel, like, spooky. Like the uh, lowest note on a pipe organ. Yes, yeah, yeah. The, the, the terrifying yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, uh, the the note in, in the church organ that, like, makes you believe in God for a second. Exactly. <laughs> like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> um, yeah, okay, so confirmed non-believer. Um, <clears throat> would you... Would you put yourself in the category of like hopeful skeptic? I know a lot of people on the podcast are like, it would be a fun world if. I guess I'm a hope hopeful skeptic in the sense that I really hope that once you die, you're done. <laughs> I'm very optimistic that way. <laughs> so less of a hopeful skeptic and more like a wistful Anne Rice vampire. <laughs> yes. Just like, oh, why won't it end? Yeah, <laughs> yeah there we go. Um, that's that's fair. I um, I after this year, agree with you. <laughs> like, um, yeah, it's definitely. I don't know. I'm I'm just kind of surprised that I haven't seen more stories about like people finding religion or joining weird doomsday cults, because the last nine months have felt like purgatory. Right. Like if I were a little bit more gullible, I'd be like, 
Of course. I'm already dead. Well, and I need to repent. there is QAnon. Oh, that's true. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess... Oh, what? So, okay, like... Like, the Church of Trump is its own very unique... death cult. Death cult. It's, you know... I remember when, when Trump got elected, I, I had a bit about, like... Of course, America doesn't even get, like, fun boots and, like, sexy Hugo Boss uniforms fascism. Oh, yes, yes. Like, yeah, and we get, we get like, New Balance sneakers and Tiki Torch fascism. <laughs> like, and it, so it stands to reason that so, too, should our death cults be really fucking yeah, dumb. A suicide cult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I, like, I remember when, like, we had, su- like, suicide cults that were, like, making fun jokes about, like, Star Trek. And, like, they had, yeah. like, like, Heaven's Gate had the whole, like, uh was like Heaven's Gate away team. That's true. Fun. Like, I mean. But when your whole suicide cult just like revolves around the U.S. presidency, that's depressing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, di- dying for Trump to own the libs. Yeah. Is that the- <laughs> it's like, okay, cool, great. Um, I guess, I mean, if, if that plays out as other suicide cults have or death cults have, uh, it's a it's a self solving problem. That's true. You know That's the true. the equation will balance eventually. Hopefully, <sighs> fingers crossed. <clears throat> um, so, total skeptic, hopeful with an asterisk. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, then in that case, let's see if any of these terrifying terrifying tales will change your mind. All right. <laughs> I should warn you; these are not scary. Okay. <laughs> These are like, this is clearly a book for children. <laughs> I scare easily though. <laughs> so like the, the books are like, they're definitely geared towards like a young adult audience. Like nothing's too uh, like terrifying, but occasionally the author does like pivot and like hard gore. Okay. Just so like, you never know. No worries. It, it might, it might take a turn. I do like to think of myself as a young adult still. <laughs> young adult at heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Has that been an indie comedy? Young adult at heart? Not yet. Okay. Now it is. All right. Damn it. Uh, copyright. Boo-ha-ha. <laughs> is that how it works? <laughs> <laughs> the mail doesn't exist anymore, so I can't do that. Um, so the stories that I prepared, uh, I'm going to give you a list. Uh, we have the party at Wild Goose Tavern, the satin dress. Ooh, that sounds tantalizing. Ooh, doesn't it? Baker's Dozen. That sounds like a porn. <laughs> to me, that's the one that sounds tantalizing because yeah. I love dough. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the Wizard in the Hollow. That sounds like a porn. Yeah. That's this, <laughs> these are all pornos. <laughs> oh, well, didn't I mention that the, that's... Um, Spoon. Yeah. The, <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing behind the sticker is ornographic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Henry Hudson and the Catskill Gnomes... No. <laughs> that's that's a porn that I would not watch. Yeah. Um, and The Hermit's House. Mmm. I'm going to go with um, The Satin Dress. Ooh. <clears throat> I haven't read ahead, so it might be awful, but it sounds like a good choice. Right? So <laughs> I'm going to give you points for that. Let's dive in. Um, the Satin Dress. All right, this is from beautiful Flushing Queens. <laughs> Did we say that this was going to be a book about poop? Isn't that yes. The, yeah. yeah, okay. So, she worked in a box factory, and her salary was not large. 
She made just enough to cover the cost of food, shelter, and the clothes on her back. She could barely afford the fare from the factory to her flat in Flushing. <laughs> so, not making a lot, but still like putting on airs enough to like call it a flat. Yeah. Yeah. I have to go back to my flat. <laughs> you live in fucking Queens. Um, so when she received an invitation to a fancy dress party from an old friend who had married well, she didn't know what she should do. Here was her chance to shine a little, to experience how the other half lived. That's a real bad move. Like, why would you go to a rich people's party <laughs> to, like, try to increase your self-esteem? That's, that's not how it's done. <clears throat> Best case scenario, you leave feeling terrible. That's why I hang out with stand-up comics. Yeah. I always feel good about myself. <laughs> Just place yourself firmly at the bottom of the barrel. <clears throat> I say stabbing my finger into a grave. I'm like, I'm the most accomplished person in this bar. Yeah. <laughs> I did it. I'm winning. <laughs> um, no, like you go to a... You go, you go to a rich person's Halloween party. Yeah, like best case scenario, you leave feeling awful about yourself. Worst case scenario, they're going to hunt you for sport. Or, <laughs> or let's find out what the worst case scenario it, is. It could be. We're about to find out. Wouldn't it be great if the rest of the story was just like, so she went and it was great and she met a nice guy <laughs> and everything was fantastic. Okay. Right. Pro proved us wrong. Um, <clears throat> so here was her chance to shine a little, to experience how the other half lived. After all, she was quite pretty and she might catch the eye of a rich young bachelor, as had her friend before her. I like this story. I this, like where this is this heading. Is, this, is, this is good. I'm, I'm on board with this. We're heading towards ravishing in two pages. <laughs> <laughs> this, they, the focus, the, you know, the, the, the adult and young adult is doing most of the heavy lifting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she had no money to buy a dress or even to purchase the material to make one. When she mentioned her dilemma to a woman at the box factory, the woman said, why not rent a costume? It shouldn't cost much just for one evening. Try your local pawn shop. Can you rent from a pawn shop? I mean, I guess rent in the way of like, oh yeah, I'm totally going to buy this. And then you return it or pawn it again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they know how pawn shops work. Maybe, I mean, I'm going to guess that this was probably like, I mean, they're working in like a box factory in New York. So I'm, they haven't manufactured anything in New York for 50 years. Yeah. So maybe back then you could just go to the pawn job and be like, I want to rent. Someone's listening to this podcast in a New York box factory right now. <laughs> that That is the other thing. I love like the only cultural reference point for box factory I have is the episode of The Simpsons where Bart goes on a field trip to the box factory um, and puts his hat on one of the boxes and hides and everybody thinks that he's been turned into a box <laughs> and like fell into the machinery. He's a box. My boy's a box. Damn you. A box. So that's what I'm picturing. <laughs> already. They're already Simpsons characters. <laughs> um, our, our protagonist is speaking <laughs> to a box wearing a hat. Yeah. At this moment. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's Patty and or Selma. Um, so, <clears throat> Try your local pawn shop, she said in an ad for your local pawn shop. <laughs> um, the young lady thought that the idea had merit, so she made her way to a pawn shop near her home after work. At the rear of the store, she found a beautiful satin gown, complete with matching accessories. What? 
What would that include? Uh, floor attachment, carpet brush, <laughs> um, that extending thing so you can vacuum the I guess corners. Like, <laughs> elbow length satin gloves. Yeah. That would make sense. Tiara. Uh, knee high satin boots. Uh huh. Some sort of elaborate garter system. Okay. All yeah. Right. I'm feeling it. Okay. Sure. It comes with some stuff. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. Satin nails. Yeah. <laughs> Like a manicure comes with this pawn shop dress. It's very odd. I just, I just picture like long, like just gauzy strips of satin just coming <laughs> off of somebody's fingernails. Like, oh, I'll have another drink, thank you. Like <laughs> <laughs> an octopus mummy fingers. <laughs> um, love it. Bring it back. I, I want that to be a look. Um, the owner of the shop was willing to willing to rent the gown to her for a reasonable fee. She decided that attending the party was more than drinking milk, at least for one week. So, <laughs> How much are you spending on milk? That is a very strange measure of value. <laughs> Just like a list on her wall, like things more or less important than milk. This is worth two <laughs> cups of, <laughs> of pus. <laughs> it... It suggests a very specific, like, dairy-based childhood trauma. Yeah. Like, yeah, a cup of milk was spilled, and, like... And the whole family's still crying for generations. <laughs> <laughs> a family crest that says there is use crying over. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, she paid the fee and took the beautiful gown home with her the night of the party. She dressed carefully for the occasion and peered at her reflection in the tiny mirror in her bathroom. She looked radiant, her blue eyes glowing with the excitement of an evening out, her pale hair piled high on her head. Wow, that's specific. So she's the ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Already looks spooky. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also love just piled high. Yeah. Like just, just like a lazy beehive. Yeah. <laughs> It's one of those things that they put receipts on, just her hair. <laughs> um, she patted the dress with a white-gloved hand. There were gloves. Okay, yeah. see? Mm -hmm. I know my accessories. Um, and for a second, she thought she heard a ghostly whisper. She froze in the doorway, looking around, uncertainly, for the speaker. She froze in the doorway, <laughs> looking around, uncertainly, for the speaker. There we go. <laughs> still not a sentence. <laughs> it's closer, though. <laughs> It's at least now more like a sentence. Uh, <clears throat> but she saw no one. Shrugging, she went downstairs and splurged on the cab fare into Manhattan. She wouldn't drink milk for a year. This That's, is... I'm adding the, the milk. Oh, okay, good, That's, good, uh, good. But it's a cab into Manhattan. That is true. That's, that's a year. It should be assumed that's a year's worth of milk. Um... Uh, <clears throat> Her friend greeted her enthusiastically when she arrived, exclaiming in wonder at the beautiful satin dress. She was quickly inundated with dance partners, and the men kept cutting in on each other on the dance floor. She felt like Cinderella at the ball, and the first hour of the party quickly slipped away. Sounds really predatory. What's it, with this party? I'm just I'm picturing a room, and there's just like a series of like looming shadowy figures yeah. around the <laughs> perimeter. I'm I'm still betting on hunted for sport. Mm-hmm. Um, that checks out. I could be wrong, <laughs> but either that or vampire ghouls, something like Ooh. that. Like they're going to eat her. We can't hope. Yeah. Like, you know, it's been a while since I've eaten an Aryan. 
<laughs> Her eyes are so blue, they'll be delicious. <laughs> like berries. <clears throat> just, just like a lovely like pancake full of like little blue eyeballs. Like, mm. Her eyes were blue like berries and her hair was stringy. Like but, noodles. And, and piled on top of her head. <laughs> really haphazardly. <laughs> Like she didn't even care. <laughs> I love, I love the idea of like we have an entire like corpse to eat. We're like eyeballs and hair. Yeah. That's what we've... <laughs> uh, we would make terrible cannibals. Yeah. Uh, Malnourished. We're like vegan cannibals. <clears throat> yeah, like I and probably like really constipated too. Yeah. Like I, you're not supposed to eat that much hair. Um. <clears throat> slowly. She became aware of a growing nausea when she paused to sip some wine between dances. She felt lightheaded, and the room was spinning rather faster than the movements of the dance would warrant. Mm -hmm. For a moment, she thought she heard that ghostly whisper again. She gasped, and her partner apologized, thinking that he had stepped on her foot. <laughs> um, she ignored the physical discomfort for a while, trying to smile into the faces of her partners. Is dancing this a is, euphemism for... I think so, yeah. Yeah, it's she's gone to a fancy orgy. Yeah, a um, drug-fueled orgy. Which, again, be. good for her. <coughs> True. Like, you know. Uh, I mean, she didn't want to increase her self-esteem, so... Who needs milk? Yeah. <laughs> ah, that's what's with the milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely spornographic New yeah. York. Um, yeah, she's definitely getting... <clears throat> A week's worth of milk at this party. All <laughs> uh, right. The name of this week's episode, A Week's Worth of Milk. <laughs> oh, boy. Ignored the physical discomfort for a while, trying to smile into the faces of her partners. But finally, the nausea overwhelmed her. She gave an excuse to the man with whom she was dancing, and she slipped away. She made her way down to the street and summoned a cab to take her home. After paying the fare, she staggered into the building and crawled up the steps to her flat. It took her a long time to get the key into the lock because her hands were trembling. She fell in the door at last and stumbled brokenly to the bed. As she threw herself onto the cover, she heard that ghostly whisper again. Give me back my dress. Why, she gasped as her vision grew dark and the pain overwhelmed her. You've stolen this dress from the dead, the voice whispered, and I want it back. I'm pretty sure she stole the dress from a pawn shop. I, I guess that's a dying industry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the ghost is real, like pro small business. Okay. Like <clears throat> I didn't mention she box factory, Amazon fulfillment center. Oh, okay. Okay. There we now go. Now it all ends. <laughs> um, the young woman was found dead the next day and the circumstances were unusual enough to warrant an autopsy. The report stated that the young woman had been poisoned by embalming fluid, which had entered her pores when she grew overheated from dancing at the party. The authorities found the receipt for the dress rental and questioned the pawnbroker, who told them he had purchased the dress from a poor undertaker's assistant. The dress that had killed the young woman had been removed from the body of a dead girl just before the casket was nailed shut and buried in the local graveyard. Why? Yeah, my money. Okay, fair. Just kind of, you know, make that's get it not, where you can. That's not gross. Hey, he, you know, the Undertaker's assistant, he doesn't care. Fair. It's, fair. He's not wearing it. <laughs> um, 
The undertaker's assistant fled the city when he heard about the young woman's death, and the police were never able to locate him. End of story. <laughs> wow. That's the... St- Damn. Uh, that's not really a ghost story. That's a story about formaldehyde. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a story about uh, poor oversight and small business. Yeah, don't do bath salts, I think, yeah. is the moral. Pay your undertakers <clears throat> and their assistants. Feel oh, like- wait, actually, you know what the real moral of this entire story is? Who in the hell buys a pawn shop dress and doesn't wash it first. <laughs> I if she, if she had taken it to the dry cleaner, she wouldn't be able to drink milk for a year. <laughs> <laughs> Her bones are a brittle enough as it is. I'll just go smelling like formaldehyde. <laughs> All the rich people will love it. That's the <clears throat> other thing. Like anyone who has uh, dissected a rat or like been in a high school science lab. There's a smell. Yeah, she smells like death. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, how are you? <laughs> Just every guy at the party. <laughs> um, you smell like Nana's funeral. <laughs> Maybe that's why they were all gathered around. <laughs> what does she smell like? <laughs> Can you think, go dance, with the, go, go dance with the smelly girl and tell me what you think it is. Did she pee herself? Is that... <laughs> <laughs> There's an ammonia edge to it, but I don't think it's pee. It's something else. Is she working in a box factory? Is it is it glue? Is it box glue? Um, I think it's weird that that they tack on the Undertaker's assistant fled the city and they never found him. The dude in a like manslaughtered a lady. Yeah. In negligent homicided a lady and got away with it. Yeah. It's a true American story. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Good uh, for on- that guy. Entrepreneurship. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if uh, if if Walmart can get away with selling like uh, flip flops and make people's skin catch on fire, or whatever. Yeah. 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 It, this is it's good. Like you can still buy plush bedding for babies. <laughs> so, <laughs> now dipped in formaldehyde. Yeah. yeah. Like oh my god the uh, the fireproofing materials that get sprayed on literally every piece of textile that's in our homes is apparently. Uh, horrible for us and like aggressively carcinogenic. Oh, dope. Good. So, good. yeah. Is, is any wonder that like any, if any one of us has like the likelihood, I think it's a 40% chance of cancer at some point. Yeah. Like, that's why I prefer to chain smoke. So I know why I'm going to die of cancer. <laughs> it's, it's nice to have some certainty <laughs> yeah. in an uncertain world. Um, I say as I, I drink a bottle of brain tumors. Yeah. Mm. I actually gave up, not gave up. I stopped drinking Diet Coke. Um, and uh, I wasn't going to explain it. I just want your <laughs> listeners to think you are. <laughs> I'll, I'll edit that just out. Just drinking tumors. <laughs> yep. <laughs> if, if you hear me gently <laughs> chewing on Mike, you'll you'll know what it is. Um, <clears throat> yeah, no, I like I haven't had a Diet Coke in quite a long time. I was at Safeway. I'm like, oh, what else is there? Uh, this tastes horrible. Like it, yeah, it, I don't know how you're doing it. It tastes like I'm drinking a tin can. I hate the way it makes my teeth feel. It makes my teeth feel bad. Um, it makes my tongue feel bad. It tastes like I'm drinking a battery. Um, so this is to wash down the M&Ms then? <clears throat> it's a vicious cycle. You know, I eat the M&Ms and that's fine <laughs> for a second. But then you get that horrible, like, chemical glucose fructose aftertaste. Yeah. 
Um, and so then you have to take care of that. With, with acetone. Yeah, exactly. Just a little <laughs> bit of... Caramel flavored acetone. <laughs> it's cleaning my gullet. It's, 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 um, well, <clears throat> that that was a story. Yes, um, that happened. I will say the the illustration is of a lovely print that I would like on some... That- some the dress was tacky. How did she not know that was a haunted dress? <laughs> it, it literally has three gravestones yeah. on it. Um, it's really on the nose. <laughs> um, yeah, it's elaborate. There's like some like, I guess these are like fabric cutouts that are like emerging from the shoulder. Yeah. Um, it's a lot. It, it That dress is amazing. <laughs> I like the ribbons it's that all, don't serve any function. They get, they get caught in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's also hovering. Ah, yes, that so is true. If, if you didn't know it was haunted before, <laughs> eh. Um, so, on this podcast, we always give give the stories a rating. Um, one out of five somethings of your choosing. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with... Um, I'm going to go four heaping helpings of milk. Ooh, Nice. Uh, I, you know, I actually kind of like the story overall more as like a crime mystery. Yeah. So I will go ahead, but it was not scary. You were correct (laughs) on that. So I'm going to go ahead and give it, uh, four piles of hair. (laughs) (laughs) Four loose piles of hair. Loose piles of hair. (laughs) (laughs) I'll use your pet bag to protect it from the wind though. Perfect. The, um... The, the modifier of loose it takes it from like, oh, a pile of hair. Yeah, great. To like something that comes out of a drain. Yeah. Like it was yeah. a loose pile of hair <laughs> that we found. <laughs> um, well, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, go- I'm, I'm happy with that. Yeah. It's a spooky concept. I think like, you know, who hasn't gone to a Goodwill? But or- there were literally no ghosts involved. At all. There was a spooky voice that said, give me my no, dress back. No, she was tripping. <laughs> I've huffed before. Okay. <laughs> she, she was all, she was all gacked out on formaldehyde. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I guess maybe then I was going to say, how would she know that it was a dead woman's ghost, but, or dress rather. But I guess if she's just smelling formaldehyde and subconsciously, yeah. she's like, it's a corpse. So it makes sense. So the, the real ghost was the undertaker's assistant yeah yeah maybe he never actually existed maybe he was the ghost <laughs> just comes in with a hovering dress <laughs> I'd I'd like like to to <laughs> so yeah that's uh spook- spooky spooky i'm gonna yeah I, i'm we've had some real stinkers where it's like the ghost turns out to be father christmas and you're like Ugh. yeah so i'm gonna count my blessings yeah um, so, uh, I don't believe in blessings either. <laughs> it always creeps me out. Like I don't get email from a lot of people outside of work, but occasionally I'll get where it's like many blessings. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> like what the, f- like, you don't know what my fucking day is. Like, what if you're like many blessings? It's like, Oh, I, I, I hit a child with my car this morning. Like you don't fucking know. Yeah. Just say all the best. My Dad's college roommate likes to randomly slide into my DM sometimes with like a video mm-hmm. about how he's praying for me. Oh, good. That's which is creepy. 
that's um i'm like can you just send me a dick pic instead like <laughs> i know how to respond to that at least. let's let's cut out the middle christ here <laughs> and let's just like really get to the meat of the issue yeah. um yeah no that's uh bad you yeah. know like also like just i mean in terms of like good christian behavior if you're gonna pray for somebody I don't think you necessarily need to tell them. Yeah, that, that feels seems like unnecessary. It it seems like pride. Yeah, yeah, a little yeah. bit of a little bit of pride there. You're like if anything good happens to you, uh-huh. just know it's from me. This guy <laughs> over here, <laughs> pride is that one of the seven? What now? I don't, <laughs> I don't remember. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's 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 what a rich and fulfilling life that guy must lead. Oh yeah. Um, all the the only emails I get from family like. Not even family, like occasionally like a friend of my grandmother will like try to message me and be like, you should talk to your grandmother. I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, she said that uh, she wished she had had four abortions. She has four children. Um, and that if condoms hadn't existed, uh, I would have a lot of brothers and sisters. I think you should talk to your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> to tell her to go fuck herself. Yeah, I, I don't want to <laughs> talk to your grandma. <laughs> uh, Oh, uh, she's, she's one of those, like, just. She sounds like a crotchety hoot. Yeah, she's, um, uh, I'm going to edit all that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, okay, which one do I want to go with? <clears throat> I think, I think I'm going to go with uh, the Hermit's House. Ooh, the Hermit's House. Hermits and houses are a really good start for um, spookdom. Anything to do with like a haunted house, it's, I know like there's, there, you know, there's only so many ways to skin a cat. There's only so many ways to haunt a house, but like when they're good, they're really good. Like, uh, um, and there are only so many ways to haunt a house because they're like, they stand the test of time. Yeah. It's like, there's only so many ways to make a peanut butter and jelly uh, sandwich because like they're great. Exactly. We don't need more. Yeah. Like, it, it's fine. Once the blood's coming from the walls. Just cut the cross <laughs> off and call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Our metaphors are overlapping. <laughs> uh, serve it with a glass of milk. And <coughs> this is tale number 23 from Spoon. <laughs> <laughs> It, that makes it sound like it's a typo and it should be like, boo, New York. Like, <laughs> I was saying boo. <laughs> so this is called The Hermit's House. Ooh. And it originates from the Adirondack Mountains. Ah, known for their beautiful deck chairs. I have spent this entire conversation practicing saying... <laughs> The first part of that, <laughs> and I'm not going to repeat, but it's mountains. Yep, it's those mountains where uh, Eddie Bauer got, like, every <laughs> piece of furniture. Is that a reference? Does I Eddie Bauer have furniture? How do you, what? What am I thinking of? I don't know. I how did you know. come up with this? We're going to edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> Put in something funny. <laughs> so. Ooh, this one also starts with a lady. Mm. Or they're misgendering someone. Who knows? We, we don't entirely know yet. We'll find out. Based on the caliber of the writing. Eh. <laughs> Not unlikely. Um, so, she was nervous, and she did not know why. <laughs> it was a perfect place for them to stay for the season. 
an old abandoned house where a hermit once lived. Now, <laughs> when I think of things that are perfect, um, that's not it. Honey, <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> take me somewhere romantic like a rundown shack. I'm so looking forward to our relaxing weekend at, you know, the cave full of knives and tetanus. Um, it'll be great. <laughs> Did you pack the bear traps? <laughs> Perhaps she was spooked at the idea of sharing the house with a corpse. I'm sorry, what? You hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the reason she's nervous i don't trust her judgment anymore i yeah it's like the corpse upstairs is not an issue yeah i forgot to turn off the stove yeah. <laughs> um i would love did they put the toilet paper roll upside down <laughs> if i pull it it's just gonna spin forever um i love the idea that like this the, the, the sentence after sharing the house with the corpse is just you heard me <laughs> Um, oh. Okay, let me try this sentence again. <laughs> let me see if we can make it through this sentence. I think we, well, we've already found a winner, so that's <laughs> great. Um, Perhaps she was spooked at the idea of sharing the house with a corpse, for the body of the her hermit lay enshrined in a birch bark coffin in the loft. Okay. So it's decor. It's a decorative corpse. <laughs> It's a load-bearing casket. <laughs> like now, that okay. I'm, I'm sure things have changed in New York since since the story was written. That seems like a waste of an Airbnbable space. That's yeah. You plus the rent in New York. You could be renting out that car. <laughs> oh no, the dead landlord lives upstairs. <laughs> I like. The story's more likely now if it's like, I went to go look at an apartment and there was a corpse upstairs, but it's only $4,000 a month, so I took it. Uh, <laughs> it was an old custom and one no longer popular among the Iroquois people, for which she was thankful. But the, none of this connects, but okay, we'll get there. This is entirely a story of non sequiturs, by the way. <laughs> It's like a it's like a Christopher Nolan movie. It's all going to tie together in the third act. Um, but the hermit had a reputation for being odd, as hermits do. And <laughs> bury me in the attic. <laughs> when he insisted on staying in his home after his death, the folks from the nearby village had done as he wished. The house was open to any who wanted to stay there, and hunters sometimes spent the night. <clears throat> but the Iroquois women in the nearby village had warned her against stopping there with her baby daughter. There's a baby now. All right. New information. <laughs> uh, you're taking your baby to the corpse house. Yes. Good. Like you do. Yeah. Like yeah. you do. Yeah, um, yeah. No, it's the perfect place to spend a weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, good. Good, good, good. Yeah. You have a built-in babysitter. <laughs> That guy's not going anywhere. Just yeah, built-in crib, too. Yeah. He's <laughs> got a rattle. <laughs> the house had a strange reputation, such as the dead Why? hermit in the loft, <laughs> and the hermit himself had told the women of the village to stay away. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, then having, like, okay, the people of the town respected the hermit's wish by leaving the body there. 
But they didn't respect the wish of like, stay away from my fucking house. Right? They're like, no, come on in. It's funny. We'll just rent it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Property. It's. It must be like a practical joke among them. <laughs> we hate the hermit. <laughs> Go ahead, sleep in his grave. It's really funny because <laughs> he was a dick. Anyway. She told her young husband what the village women had said, but he only laughed at the gossip. <laughs> gossip. This is why I don't like men, by the way. Fair. <laughs> Entirely fair. Like, Have you noticed every horror movie starts with some dude being like, hey, let's move to this creepy house with our kids. You are hallucinating. Gaslighting doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> My God, yeah, like, <sighs> yeah, it's bad. And this is the the one situation where I'm like, you know, if it weren't for all this horrible chauvinism, we wouldn't have any good haunted house stories. That's true. That <laughs> is, that is true. Still, the 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 thinnest of silver linings. You, you cancel gaslighting men. You cancel haunted houses. So you know, pick. <laughs> now the libs want. are coming after our ghosts. <laughs> First Dr. Seuss, now Casper. What's next? There is good hunting here, her man had declared. I did not make that line up. It actually says that. All right, I'm... I'm piecing together. Is this like the deep past? I hope so. It sound like... I'm really hoping. The use of the word, like, her man, and like... And I guess there's there's been mention of tribes. Yeah, and, the Iroquois women... Yeah. Village women. Birchwood coffin. Like, it, okay. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Sure. Um, so, so it's real old. Yeah. You got nowhere to stay. You want to get some hunting done because how else are you going to feed the baby? Winter's coming. So sleep with a carcass. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> and soon they would prosper and he could build a better home for her and their baby daughter. So they traveled along the footpaths until they came to the hermit's house, and they unpacked their few belongings in the front room. She would not, she told her husband, go up into the loft where the hermit's body lay in its birch bark coffin. That makes sense. I respect that. No, go, <coughs> go poke him. Come on. <laughs> you know, honestly, if I lived in a house and there was a dead body upstairs, I would have all my house guests poke the corpse. Co <laughs> so why is your rent so cheap? Come upstairs. <laughs> I gotta show you something, guys. It's a. <laughs> what is this elaborate glass coffee table? Oh my god! <laughs> her husband teased her for being cowardly, but she would not be moved from her decision, which is a good idea. You shouldn't touch dead things. Yeah, I think Stephen King told us that. Yeah, her husband left the house soon afterwards to hunt. She immediately put her daughter in the sling on her back and went to look for roots and berries. Okay, very old. Sure. Old tiny. Okay, fair. <clears throat> it would make a nice addition to whatever her husband killed for supper, she reasoned. I just need to put a little factual asterisk there. Um, that is like the quintessential like woman being modest. Because like, you know, she's gathering 90% of the food and yeah. he's coming back with like, a, a fucking chipmunk. He's yeah. like, look what I got, honey. A chipmunk and a sparrow. It's going to be great with that those four pounds of roots that you foraged for us. That's, that's true. Uh, <laughs> although her real purpose was to get out of the hermit's house. Yep. See, she's very chaste. 
She doesn't want anyone to think she's sleeping with the dead dude. <laughs> she stayed away until her husband returned with the meat. <laughs> and then went inside to prepare the evening meal for you. In more ways than one. <laughs> <laughs> idea of coming back is like, huh? Huh? Meat? And she's like, there's a corpse upstairs. Shut up. We're not fucking in the death house. Her husband yawned and stretched, tired from his hunting, and climbed up into the loft to rest. <laughs> <clears throat> this dude's weird. Honey, if you need me, I'm going <laughs> to be stretched out on old lumpy upstairs. Like, I have low standards, but I don't think I would fuck this dude. <laughs> no, no, I like... I would, I, would, I would rest in the... Anywhere else. Yeah. Like, outside. Also, like, knowing how long ago this was, I'm going to assume that the loft is probably kind of precarious. I'm also going to assume they could have made a tent. That, too. Which would have been a better choice. Yeah. Or stayed in the village. Why didn't they stay? There's a lot of options here. Okay. <clears throat> Maybe it's like a birth of Jesus thing. You know, inn's full. And her husband's creepy. Yeah. We've all met that dude. <laughs> the hut soon filled with the delicious smell of roasting meat. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to reread the these sentences together for you. <laughs> Her husband yawned and stretched, tired from his hunting, and climbed up into the loft to rest with the dead dude. Uh -huh. And the hut soon filled with the delicious <laughs> smell of roasting meat. <laughs> I think, I think my husband is <laughs> cooking a corpse. <laughs> I think he's eating the hermit. <laughs> Fortunately, they probably didn't use formaldehyde for the hermit. Uh, yeah, it's, it's... I don't know where the ghosts are going to come in on this one. Primo organic hermit. <laughs> Farm raised artisanal corpse. <laughs> it's 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 hermit's house to table. Uh, corpse cooking over here. Thank you. <laughs> she was sorting through the berries when she heard a muffled cry and the very final sounding crunch of breaking bones. She stiffened in shock and was about to call out, but some instinct stopped her. As she stared upward, frozen in horror. Blood started to drip from the rafters above the place her husband had laid down to sleep. So he's eating the corpse. Yes. All right. We called it. Yeah. Right. End she, of story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the end. She heard sounds of gnawing and slurping coming from the loft overhead. Uh, yeah. On the pretext of getting something from one of the packs, she crept silently to the far corner of the room where she could see up into the loft. I just want you to know. Avalon, I love you. I've known you for years. And if we're ever staying in a creepy cabin, you know, I don't believe in ghosts or sure. supernatural at all. But uh -huh. if you went up to a loft and blood started dripping, I'm not going to look for you. No, no. I would I would ask that you grab my beautiful dog mm -hmm. and just run. Yes. As far as you can. I promise yeah. that's what I'm going to do. Good. All right. Because yeah. either you, something's killing you or, or you're killing something. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Best case scenario, I'm eating a corpse. Yeah. The <laughs> <So> <laughs> <laughs> skeleton with glowing red eye sockets was sitting on the legs of her dead husband. All right. Picturing it's a Terminator. Solid. <laughs> <laughs> its teeth and chin were covered with blood. 
as if it had been feasting on his it had been feasting on his as white wife. As if it had. Only in America. Guilty till proven innocent, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> she crept back out of view before the skeleton saw her and was quietly sick in the corner. <laughs> Thank you for the foley. Uh, her daughter stirred restlessly at her back and she knew she had to get away immediately or she and her child would be killed too. Solid reasoning. Fair. I'm, you know, <clears throat> I think that's a that's a perfectly reasonable thought process. I'm going to say in hindsight, something that would occur to me is maybe if I don't go sleep on the dead body, I'll be okay. Also true. Because they had been fine the yeah. whole time. It's not like the people in the village were like, hey, you know, uh, you can stay up at the hermit house, but if you try to sleep on the corpse, it will eat you. Also, it kind of sounds like self-defense on this part of the corpse since he was trying to cook it. Yeah, the guy goes up there, gets a little bit peckish, and yeah. suddenly chomp chomp. Eh. And it is the hermit's house. It's, yeah, it's it's a real stand-your-ground situation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to run down to the stream to fetch water for the broth, she called towards the loft. I will be right back. Why try to fool the skeleton? The skeleton already knows I'm here, so I'll... I'll it probably wants soup. <laughs> Most skeletons want soup. <laughs> if I know anything about ghosts, it's that they fuck with soup. <laughs> she took the pail and walked carelessly towards the stream, trying to appear normal. As soon as she was out of sight among the trees, she started to run as fast as she could back along the footpaths to the nearest village. The baby bounced and bumped in the sling. I'm, I'm picturing just like happy baby noises. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just having the best time. Well, like the, the mother just silently weeping, covered in vomit, silent vomit. Vomit and her husband's blood. Her wails were answered. <laughs> <clears throat> We're cursed. <laughs> Her wails are answered by a terrible howl from the direction of the house. The evil creature had just realized that they were escaping. She wasn't getting broth. This hermit is dumb. <laughs> I thought she was going to bring back water for soup. <laughs> I was going to make husband meat. <laughs> the young mother ran as fast as she could through the darkening woods. She could hear the creature's howls growing closer as it pursued her. Soup! <laughs> and she increased her speed, tearing off one of her scarves and throwing it down for the skeleton to maul. It's like trying to throw it off with some, like, scent, maybe? Maybe it's a skeleton with OCD, so it's, like, carefully... Aching the <clears throat> scarf apart. It's like vampire rules, where it's like if you drop salt, the vampire will have to count every grain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. So the next time you see a, a skeleton, skeleton just throw a knit scarf at it. Who's halfway through <clears throat> eating your husband? <clears throat> yeah. Who is an idiot? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I'm just saying, if I was a human eating skeleton, I don't think I would be distracted by a scarf. <clears throat> I mean, I like. I don't think I would be either, but maybe I just love textiles. That's true. I do love textiles. Maybe like, it's a very fashionable uh, skeleton. As as the <clears throat> scarf king of Portland comedy emeritus, mm -hmm. um, yeah, 
I'd probably still, ooh, scarf. That's fair. Yeah. And it's a skeleton, so it's cold. <laughs> Always. It's really quite considerate. <laughs> she heard the trees rustling behind her, and then the sounds of pursuit stopped for a moment as the beast pounced on her scarf and tore it to bits it in its worked. fury. <clears throat> Apparently it's a basset hound. <laughs> she kept running, her little daughter wailing desperately as she sensed her mother's fear. God, now she scared the baby. At least I've still got this baby to throw. <laughs> <laughs> Each <laughs> scarf then baby. Yeah, people don't know this, but in in uh, ancient times in what is now modern day New York, uh, when being chased by demons, it was customary to throw a scarf followed by a white person's baby. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, we've we've lost so many wonderful traditions <laughs> over over time. It's really you know globalism, and you know even just you know the nat the national monoculture. You know, these beautiful Adirondack traditions. Yes. Um, a baby the, throne. Yeah, and then the demon would sit down in like a deck chair <laughs> and, and eat the baby. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> she kept running. Her little daughter. Oh, yeah, we read that. Sorry, everyone. Each time she heard the creature drawing close to her, the young mother threw off another scarf for it to savage. She and fucking Steven Tyler over here. Yeah, like right? <laughs> scarves you have lady <clears throat> you're gonna uh, have to up your scarf game Adelon. <laughs> start pulling them out of my pockets like a magician <laughs> until finally she had none left now i do have the image of her just with like magician scarves <laughs> at the end of dog flies out when she threw off her moccasins one after the other to buy them more time okay she was sobbing exhaustedly and was nearly without hope. Her infant was clinging to her hair, too scared even to cry as they fled through the darkness. Oh. She could hear the monster gaining on her, and she had nothing left to shed save the few items keeping her decent enough to enter the village, and a baby. Don't forget the baby. You, you can throw the sling, then you can throw the baby, then you can- Or throw the baby with the sling. There you go, get some, get some, Inertia Cat behind it. Catapult the baby. Knock that thing over. Yeah. <laughs> Just swing the baby around your head. <laughs> <laughs> For the listener, we both really hilariously mimed uh, lasso, like a lasso baby throwing motion. So Baby bolos. <laughs> the creature's house were very close now, <clears throat> and she knew that she was unable to run much further. She could see the lights from the Iroquois village through the trees in front of her though it was still far off. In a last act of despair, she shouted the Iroquois distress cry. I'm not going to imitate that. That would it's be racist. It, please don't. Yeah, it's fine. This is an issue we run into a lot. No worries. Yeah. Uh, hoping <laughs> someone would... <laughs> we're just going to assume it was something like Bananarama. Yeah. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> so she screamed her tribe safe word, hoping someone would be near enough to hear it. To her joy, her call was taken up by women's voices from just outside the wall of the village and answered by the warriors from within. The creature was so close now she could hear it breathing, and she summoned the last of her strength and sprinted to the trees at the edge of the village. Here, her strength failed her, and she collapsed to the ground, <gasps> her little daughter wailing in terror. No! <laughs> 
Before the monster could pounce on them, a party of warriors burst through the gates of the village. The creature leaped back into the trees as the warriors surrounded her, searching left and right for her attacker. They swung their tiki torches wide when they glimpsed a figure in the trees and the skeleton <laughs> retreated farther into the woods. The young mother lay gasping and sobbing on the ground, too spent to speak. <clears throat> this is like out of a silent movie. It's, uh, yeah, and people being spent. We go back to spornographic New York. But... Right. <laughs> <clears throat> I also, interesting that the skeleton is breathing. Yeah, that is odd. That was... How? I now am picturing like, um, I'll, sh this will be a picture for you that I will show you and I'll, I'll put this up on, on the Instagram feed. There's a very specific painting that I'm, I'm picturing here and it's horrifying me. Um, realizing that it had lost its prey, the creature called to the young mother. Today, the luck was yours. We will see what tomorrow brings. Oh, but it's a skeleton, so it doesn't have a tongue or lips, or lungs, so it's more like... There we go. I'm just making teeth noises. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, this picture is the one that I'm... Oh, man, that's fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I think is, like, it's like Peter... Yeah, that looks like St. Peter and Jesus. And it's it's somewhat like somebody, like, like somebody was dying. Like, it's consoling, but it looks like a zombie yeah. eating a fucking brain. So uh, I'll put that up on the old, uh, the old Instagram, uh, dear listener. Or a Tinder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this could be us, but you play in. <laughs> Sorry, we interrupted the skeleton. Yeah, that's right. There's, there's a zombie eating someone. Today the luck was yours. We'll see what tomorrow brings. Then it was gone. The warriors carried the young mother into the village. Now... Well, I was picturing like kind of wordless, ominous zombie. And I feel like what we got was like Skeletor. Yeah. It's like, you win this time, He-Man. Like it's Shaking real. its impotent fist. Yeah, it's like, we'll see what tomorrow brings. And I'm like, I, okay, sure. I didn't realize that, that this, I've made a nemesis. But here's the other thing. Like, apparently this village is like, the skeleton's kryptonite. <laughs> so tomorrow she stays in the village. I'll, I'll be here. I don't think I'll, you can keep my soup that I was making. Yeah. Who's going to go clean up the husband? There's a lot of questions. But we'll see, we'll see where this gets. Sure. <clears throat> the women came to tend to the woman and her child while the warrior stood guard over them throughout the night. Also, this story does not pass the Bechdel test at all. No. She doesn't even have a name. <laughs> Uh, mom lady, what do you want? <laughs> she had a baby in her. Uh, scaredy, scaredy pants, let's go with that. The next morning, the woman told the chief her story, and the warriors <clears throat> went immediately to the hermit's house to search for the creature that had tried to kill her. They found her husband dead in the loft of the house, his neck broken and a gaping hole in his side. Mm -hmm. In the birch bark coffin, <laughs> the mouth of the hermit skeleton was covered with the young man's blood. <clears throat> Enraged at this act of vampirism, the warrior set fire to the cabin. As the flames encompassed the house, a terrible howling and roaring came from the loft. Warriors were posted at each exit, but a long, low figure leaped through the flames and jumped out the back window. It looked like a jackrabbit. But its howls were not human. Neither Ugh. are the howls of a jackrabbit. 
Yeah, and like specifically, like <clears throat> rabbits make horrible noises when they die. Yeah. Like if you like, they're like with horses where they don't make a lot of noise when they're alive. But then like you're like, oh, that's a human scream. That's horrifying. It is bad. Like, yeah. yeah, I don't so, like it. <clears throat> listener, we'll edit in the sound of a, a bunny a screaming. That's so, going to be a fun Google search. <laughs> I have a website, animalsdying.org. <laughs> it dodged the war clubs thrown at it. And that's not how you use war clubs. That's part of your problem, guys. They I thought it was a, thought it was this a vampire hunt. I thought it was a boomerang. <laughs> what do you mean they don't come back? <laughs> An escape between the legs of two warriors. How big is the skeleton? I'm very confused. Is it the skeleton of a jackrabbit? I wonder if it's like sh if it's uh, if it's like a shape shifting situation. There we go. Yeah, they should have explained that. Better. Yeah, it's that's it's creepy to think of a rabbit in that context because like you normally think like oh like a bat or a rat or something but like yeah yeah something unsavory about that yeah anyway. it's a jackrabbit uh the creature disappeared into the woods and though the warriors pursued they did not catch it which is strange since it runs slower than a woman carrying a baby <laughs> <clears throat> yeah why didn't it i guess maybe if it had turned into a jackrabbit to chase baby lady um it wouldn't be very good at catching. She could have stepped on it. Yeah. <laughs> Self-preservation. Picks up by the ears. Like, You're going to the soup now. Or like puts in a hat to go with the scarves. <laughs> Finally, I have a closer for my act. Uh, there it is. But the vampire had lost its human shape and its powers. It did not come again to What? Interesting. Okay. Let, let me go back because I feel like we missed something here. Yeah. The creature disappeared into the woods, and though the warriors pursued, they did not catch it. But the vampire had lost its human shape and its powers. It did not come again to plague the young woman or her daughter. How do they know that it lost its human shape and powers? Maybe this is some uh, pre-colonial vampire lore that we're unaware of. You know, like in the same way that like, you know, in like Eastern Europe, it's like, it's what happens if you bury someone at a crossroads, you get a vampire. Like, fair. maybe fair. there's some aspect of it. If you set a vampire on fire, it becomes a jackrabbit. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. can't turn back. Yeah. And then it's just a maybe bunny. Maybe that's why he didn't turn into a bunny to chase her the first time. It's like, a, it's, it's a, it's a <clears throat> one time only. Yeah. You know, it's the, it's the nuclear option. Yeah. Um, like a vampire bee sting. You only get to do it once. Cut, cut to a hundred years later. <laughs> and it's like now in like, uh, you know, uh, let's flushing Queens. And so he's <laughs> like, here, honey, I got you a jackrabbit. <laughs> Just this fucking horrible monster face. <laughs> uh, love it. Yeah. Vampire. It's banicula. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. That, that is the precursor to <clears throat> banicula. That's where that story originates. It's fucked up to think the banicula killed a guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. I okay. Um, I'm 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 gonna let you rate this one first. Okay. Uh, there's a, uh, <laughs> we have a lot to unpack. I'm Ugh. not really sure of what happened in this story. It 
it feels like watching an Italian horror movie or something. Like, like it's like a bad dream that we had. However, however, there's a dead dude. Yep. A naked lady. Uh huh. A baby. Yep. Okay, so that's all like classic horror. Great. We're doing well. We have indigenous soup. An indigenous tribe. Sure. Soup. Soup. <laughs> That's my only takeaway. A week's worth of milk. (laughs) In the mom, yeah. She's, she's, you know. Um, So, I mean, all in all, it's a really good horror story. It has all the elements of a horror movie. It's it's kind of the perfect, like, it's the perfect, like, horror story Sunday. Like, like all of the toppings you would want in there. Um, Without the ice cream to hold it all together. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you think that the ice cream is there, but then at the end of it, you're like, wait, there was just... There's nothing. <laughs> How did this happen? Um, I like I. But seeing as they did throw in a rabbit at the end, which I think is very whimsical. Yeah. And I appreciate that. So I will give this story um, three. Okay. Three bunny rabbits. <laughs> three bunny rabbits with a horrifying dead man's face. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I am going to give that. Um, I'm going to give that four. I'm, no, I'm going to give that five out of five wasted lofts. Um, yes, I, 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 I can't think of any way that that story could have been improved. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like. I we walked away like it's a genuinely troubling thing to just be like you're just like. Husband's like, I'm gonna go take a nap upstairs, then blood, yeah, and then skeleton, and then chase, and, and then, then jack rabbit. rabbit. <laughs> no one saw that plot twist coming. You were right; it was like a Christopher Nolan. Yeah, it, and it all it all <laughs> came together in a way that was kind of unsatisfying, um, and we didn't care about the characters, no, like at a Christopher all. Nolan movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so sorry. It's crazy to me that like Christopher Nolan is like this like arch movie smith and like can't write a fucking character to save his life, yeah. and then you look at his brother who's like the the like the showrunner for Westworld and that guy's like got characters fucking coming out of his ass they made me care about so many robots yeah um maybe they should like link up you would think like fucking write a, a Matthew McConaughey spacefaring character that we care about he's not just crying and screaming Murph through a bookshelf I hated Interstellar so much oh god I didn't even make it through the first scene it's like, like I started and I was like this looks shitty. Ugh. And then I went, <laughs> you like, actually sat through it. It like, it was visually interesting enough to keep me going. Um, and there was like a, the, the, like there was some That's fun. That's how they s- trick artsy people into watching shitty Every films. fucking time. <laughs> uh, and I just walked away from it at the end being like, all right. Fool me once, shame on me. <laughs> Fool me twice. Fuck you, Christopher Nolan. <laughs> Um, and I've never seen another Christopher Nolan movie since. So, so which two did you subject yourself to? <sighs> what other one? What? We know Interstellar. Interstellar, and then oh no, I watched all the Batman ones. Those ones are fine, but it's because they're like comic book yeah, characters, exactly. so it doesn't they, have they, they to be. They don't really count. Yeah, I think there's another. Oh, you know what? I did like The Prestige. Really? Yeah, I think because I read the book previously. Okay. Um, which also, if you haven't checked out the book, it like, it starts in the present day and it, 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 it's like 
the there's the movie, but then there's like a buffer at each end. It's really interesting. Okay. So yeah. So maybe that helps. I've heard that from multiple people who read the book first that mm-hmm. they liked the movie, and then for the rest of us illiterate um, hoodlums, <laughs> the movie sucked. Uh, <laughs> just like, I I will say with that one, I got it, to the end and I'm like, why did I just watch all of this? That one like there was so like. It, again, like I wish that I had cared about the characters more. That was the only one where I'm like, he he kind of made me care about uh, Hugh Jackman, just because like the idea of like being so driven by like your need to succeed that you're like you're going out and you know that you're the one who dies every night. Yeah, and you're like it's worth it. Like, you know that's, that actually yeah that that's the the only spark of life that I've ever seen in a fucking Christopher Nolan. You're movie. right. That does make it poetic. Yeah, yeah. And you got uh, David Bowie playing Tesla. Good job. There's some there's a, there's a spark there. E- Look. See, this is why you need to hang out with you more, so you can explain <laughs> smart people. Things I will. To I will find <laughs> one, like one grain of sugar in the bowl of salt, <laughs> <laughs> and say that it was all worth it. So I I did watch uh, Memento. Oh yeah, yeah. And the one that precedes Memento, following. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. The, I feel like Memento is the like. It was such a novel thing, yeah, that it tricked everyone into like. I feel like that's Christopher Nolan's Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, you're like, oh, this guy's gonna make great cinema. Yeah, it's really like. It, yeah, it's like a rocket. Like you, like you, you blow off all the fuel, but then the momentum carries you out of the atmosphere. Yeah. And so it's like, it's just been like a decade of like, oof. There's so many directors that fooled us though, like M. Night Shyamalan. Ooh, boy. Or like... And I keep watching it. Every time he comes out with a movie, I'm like, I'm gonna hate this movie. <laughs> and then I... <laughs> the Devil is in an Elevator. Spoilers. <laughs> um, for a movie called Devil that has an elevator <laughs> on the poster. Um Spoiler alert. Okay, if no, if you didn't see the movie... Like the, uh, it's a podcast about tangents um, <laughs> and a movie podcast. And Johnny Depp. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, then um, the campfire is burning low. Um, it's actually really appropriate because like the the sun pouring yeah. through has actually become quite beautiful. Yeah, it's quite majestic. Um, it was raining when we started. It's, you know, it's, it's but as really, we read about mayhem, the darkest before the dawn yeah. or something um, before the sunset. <laughs> but um oh you know what over there actually is my favorite tombstone in this whole place it's, oh it's right okay i can show it to you on the way out but um it's it just says la flesh That's like the, really it's weird. the word flesh with the french word for the in front of it and i'm like that's amazing and then i got closer to it and it says thomas jefferson la flesh and i'm like this is a porn star name <laughs> that is unparalleled we're going to get sued. Wait, <laughs> by, you're going to get sued. By, it's not my uh, podcast. No, I'm going to get sued by the estate of uh, of, of oh, Thomas Le Jefferson LaFlash. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm going to call my fuck party. My my, uh, my, uh, my sex club. It's just going to be called the estate of LaFlash. Ooh, that's hot. <laughs> Love it. Um, so while, uh, before I douse the flames, uh, tell me, has anything supernatural scarifying ever happened to you so um i thought about this and i wanted to say no just to frustrate you (laughs) but that would be a lie i actually did have a a very spooky experience 
Oh, um, we'll edit that out. Thank you. I don't have cough buttons. No, no I, I want that. Button. That stays. All right. We'll open with that. Thank you. I'll put it in right at the beginning. <laughs> That's my trademark. <laughs> <laughs> I go everywhere to that, that hairball. Um, so I, I don't even remember how old I was. I was in, my family still lived in Pennsylvania, so I must have been in middle school. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know what my dad was doing, probably being an asshole. Um, so my mom and my brothers and I, um, we took a trip to French Lick, Indiana. And now let me let me yes, just ask French Lick. Let me ask you just hit that name one more time. Is that the word French, like a person from France, uh-huh. and the word lick as in a thing you do to ice cream? Correct. All right. Good. Good. Yes. Great. Indiana, everyone. <laughs> so French Lick, Indiana. <laughs> You know, it is messed up the more often you say it. Hi, I'm French Lick La Flesh. <laughs> <laughs> There's the porn name. That's hot. That's hot. Uh, so <laughs> if you thought of like if you thought a French kiss was intense, yeah. wait till you have a French lick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So we went and um, my family's really bougie, so we only stay in resort homes, sure. not hotels, because those are filthy, mm-hmm. unlike resort homes. Anyhow. Yeah. They're for hobos. Yeah, so we stay in <laughs> resort homes. So we stayed in this resort home, and it's at the top of this big hill. Yes, a big hill in Indiana. I was confused as well. <laughs> it's the only one. So we were up there. Um, we should have left immediately, because, like, we got there and oh, no. I went to the kitchen to get a glass of ice water with a, a wedge of lemon, of course. Sure. It's bougie. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, so I went to the fridge <laughs> and had, you know, the automatic ice and water thing right on mm-hmm. the fridge. Oh, yeah. Hella bougie. Um, and I went for the ice and instead of going into the glass, all of the ice just started shooting at me at like high velocity. Huh. To the extent that in order to protect myself, all I could do was drop to the floor and cover my face and head with my hands and arms as it shot. Oh, my God. Rapid fire shot ice at me. This is like poltergeist. Yeah. (laughs) So that was the warning. And we're like, oh, that's okay. <laughs> it's it's they they replaced the ice motor with like the thing from a fucking batting cage or something. Yeah, sure. and this, this trip was straight out of a movie because <laughs> we we go down the hill to yes again bougie. So we go down the hill to play to where the commoners to are to play a round of tennis. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to hit the courts, <laughs> and um, there's a statue of Pluto. Now, I'm going to assume that you mean the, uh, the the Roman god of the dead and not the Disney dog. I do mean the Roman god of the dead. <laughs> Only this particular depiction of Pluto bore a strange resemblance to Beelzebub. Good. Yeah. Okay. Except, don't worry. No. Oh. They had a plaque that explained that they had removed the marble eyes because people had said it was too scary. It okay. It's better without the eyes. Yeah. Is that that that's the moral. 
of that story. <laughs> and that is because the founder of French Lick was like one of those Kellogg type people. Oh, yeah, sure. Like he was like a sulfur salesman. <clears throat> so he sold brimstone. Yes. <laughs> Great. Yes, you're following. This is, this is, um, it's one of those like, you know, in movies where it's like, who could have thought that the vampire would be, you know, like Dr. Acula? <laughs> and it's like, all right, so it's it's a creepy guy who loves the statue of the devil who sells the thing that is in hell. Great. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And they had this uh, huge portrait of him, too, on his plantation. I did say that. And he's on a giant white Clydesdale surrounded by his black servants. Okay, so it's it's going from bad to worse. Yes, and I'm not sure if you've seen 19th century um, photographs, but no one looks good or lively in no, those photos. No, it's a lot of it's a lot of dead eyes. Yes, uh, yes. They should have done taking those eyes out. <laughs> made it less scary. <laughs> Didn't learn their lesson from the statue. So naturally, we're like, this place is weird. We should go back up to our resort home. Mm-hmm. Cause that's safe. Sure, up on the hill. So we go up, and then there's a giant blizzard. So now it's it's stopping like poltergeist. Now it's like the shine. Yeah. So we are stuck. We are now trapped uh, in French Lick, Indiana, um, founded by a brimstone salesman uh, <laughs> who worships the devil. Look, I hate to be the one to say it, but we are French licked. <laughs> that is what the sex act of a French lick is. It involves a lot of brimstone. Uh, oh. On the flesh. <laughs> so we're in this place, and for whatever reason, I am the first to see everything that goes down fun that's always good being the most observant one right so like i look out a window and on top of a light post there's like a we'll say a snow person on top of this light pole but not like you know like a balls of snow type snow person sure more like a an infant that had been very carefully crafted out of snow and then placed on top of a light post. Listeners, you can't see my face. <laughs> um, yikes. Yeah. And then, like, I, I was in the dining room, and I looked outside, and there was this, um, like, buildup of snow on the ledge that looked like like some sort of ritual stone head type thing. Good. Like, all the features you would need to be a face. Again, listeners, you can't see my face. Uh, uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, did I mention the electricity went out? No, but I I, I just assumed. All right. <laughs> just, so just so you understand, <laughs> just snow figures <clears throat> appearing of their own accord. And for some reason, like, this was, you know, rows of resort homes, but somehow we were the only ones who decided to vacation that weekend. This is unspeakably horrifying. Yeah, it was. Uh, But my mom, my mother is black. So um, she put us all in the van and we drove down the hill and she said, I don't care that it's snowing. Um, We will either (laughs) make it out of here 
or we are going to die going down this hill. Great. That seems like the best option. Yes. Um, that is what you're supposed to do in a haunting. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. So that is. I mean, huh, so like, like with the story of that young lady going to the fancy party. You know, best case scenario, you feel horrible. Worst case scenario, you're being hunted for sport. Um, in this situation, like best case scenario, I don't even know. Like either it's ghosts or it's people. And like either one is very bad. Right. Um, yeah, there's not a best case scenario for that one. French lick Indiana. Plus it's in Indiana. So there's no best case. That's the thing. It's one of those like. It's a place that's like so religious seeming that you know that like you know it's like you, you know on the on the the circle of belief yeah. it's like you get far enough in one direction you kind of cross back over into the other it's like if you're religious enough it seems like only a stone's throw to get to worshiping the devil yeah exactly you why know? not it's it's part of God's plan why yeah. not <clears throat> yeah uh, sulfur salesman. Uh, well, um, Dahlia, I think you win. <laughs> that, normally it's like, you know, I've had a couple genuinely spooky ones, like, but the, the, the thing that you just did to my brain is the winner of this segment Aww, so far. So I'm so proud. I'm glad you survived. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you didn't get, you know, sacrificed to Pluto. Yeah. Ugh. What a weird fucking like, because like I could understand like oh we have a bunch of statues of Roman gods because you know fancy yeah. tennis, um, yeah <laughs> that connection, <laughs> um, tennis in the pantheon of, of Olympus, um, but to just have Pluto, it's troubling. Like, yeah, that's, very isolated. Very that, <laughs> it's the thing in Act One of the movie that like that tips you off again, like, kind of like that set and dress with the tombstones. Like mm -hmm. we should have known. At least dress up your devil. In high, oh that that's a statue of Saint Peter, <laughs> who was angry because and he's maybe the devil. Like, instead of removing the eyes, like put a hat over the horns. <laughs> <laughs> Why would remove the horns, not the eyes? Like <laughs> he doesn't need them; he can see anyway. Um, yikes! Yeah. Um, boy. All right. Well. I'm going to go safely and carefully douse this fire until it is dead out to <laughs> yeah. prevent wildfires. Um, do tell the listeners where they can find you. Um, yes, uh, I would say the most fun place to follow me is on Instagram at mx.daliabell. Um, I believe my TikTok is the same, but there are only two videos on there because I'm old and don't know how to use TikTok properly. It's <clears throat> quality over quantity. I say as an old person who has no TikToks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My ticks remain chronically untalked. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, follow me there. Uh, I'm on the Facebooks um, saying really weird divisive stuff. Divisive. I haven't decided. Which is better? You know, I feel like that is going to be a divisive divisive. <laughs> That's... Just another one of your classic divisive statements here. 
I'm going to get the semantic grammar Nazis all up in my shit. And someday, <laughs> someday I, I will return to the stage triumphant. Um, yeah. Oh, you can also find me on Venmo at Dahlia Bell and on Cash App at dollar sign Dahlia Delee. I'm going to say you also win the plug section because nobody else has plugged Venmo before. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, you can find me. Um, I'm on Instagram as at that Avalon, same on Twitter. Um, you can follow the show on social media, but to be honest, we don't post too much. So you can email us if you like at uh, pod at gmail.com. And if you would like to follow and see the things that we have posted in the past uh, or the pictures I'm going to be posting and this week should. of the stuff that we've mentioned. Um, follow us on Instagram at boohahapod. Um, and until next time, stay out of Indiana. Boo! <laughs> <laughs>love the bachelor franchise ah the romance the adventure the drama but do you also kind of hate the bachelor franchise oh yeah the sexism the racism the intense heteronormativity of it all here at date card we're just two obsessed queerdos who love to dissect talk shit and get blocked by problematic contestants yeah we're here for the good the bad and the chad of it all you can find us on soblo media itunes and spotify please Please accept accept this rose. rose For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to sobelowmedia.com. This, this is as above, so below.